0: Welcome to Wisdom Workout. I'm your host, Daniel Sullivan. And this week, we're going to be talking on judgment. So we've, we're continuing the pattern that we started uh, in the last few podcasts, talking about a particular subject and how that pattern uh, going external increases the internal uh, notion or preset or condition. Um, and so this week on judgment, what the the pattern that we're going to be talking about is when you judge others, you start to believe others judge you and when you believe others judge you, you start to judge yourself. So again, the same pattern of what goes around comes around what you're putting out into the world is what you're getting back, you know, the sort of karmic cycle we're going through and analyzing uh, more thoroughly each of these different thought patterns or emotions or actions or Uh, beliefs or parts of living and trying to dissect them into a more understandable fashion of how your particular frame determines your outlook on the world. And, you know, many people in our world believe that on the day we die, our life is judged and we either go to heaven or hell And I don't think that we'll ever truly know for a fact while we're living in this life, whether that's true or not. I think that um, if if you know for a fact that God doesn't exist, then you know for a fact something you can't prove, which makes you inherently extremely arrogant. But on the flip side because we, we're talking about duality here, right? On the flip side, if you know for a fact that God doesn't exist, excuse me, uh, does exist, then you're also inherently extremely arrogant because you know for a fact something that you can't prove. Now, my personal belief doesn't really matter in the context of this podcast, but what I think is that... Uh, believing for a fact that God does exist is the most arrogant way to be humble or the most humble way to be arrogant Uh, because, again, you're believing for a fact something that you can't tangibly prove. Um, And we could dive into, you know, what is proof and uh, what's tangible or not, like that gets into a whole nother uh, universe. But uh, just to keep things simple here, you know, talking about judgment and why judgment leads to sort of this bad feeling inside of oneself, I think it's important to mention uh, the, the sort of preset notion that we have of heaven and hell. And if you are judged to have been bad, then you're condemned to eternal hell, or if you've been judged to be good, then you live an eternal life of joy and happiness. And what's important to me at least is recognizing, you know, suffering or happiness in this moment, because we can't control what happens after we die. Or if we can control it, we have no concept of how we control that in this lifetime. And so all that you can do is decide in this moment whether you want to live in heaven or hell. Regardless of if there is a heaven or hell in the afterlife, you can create heaven or hell on earth. And I think that a lot of the things that we've talked about, so far, really show you how to live in a better way for yourself. Uh, Talking about, you know, forgiveness and gratitude and love and hatred. And now judgment, I think if you can master these things within your own life and shift your perspective and level up your consciousness to a point where you can see things from a sort of external viewpoint, then you will start to evolve. And I think in that evolutionary process is where we thrive, Uh, not just biologically, but also psychologically. Um, And I think that releasing your attachment to things you've done in the past, or what other people are doing right now, really helps you continually progress in each moment. So I propose the question to you, what if heaven and hell were actually on earth? What if some people you saw walking day to day, they were actually living in hell, in human bodies? What if some people that you saw day to day were living in heaven, in human bodies? You know, you you might not be able to tell, you might not be able to know whether somebody's in heaven or hell. You know, because somebody could put on a mask and pretend that they're happy, especially in today's social media age, or, you know, they could be a a pity party on the outside, but they're actually, you know, pretty happy. Because a lot of times people put on masks uh, that wear, uh, because they think that that's, you know how they should present themselves, because that's how they were trained or taught, or that's what they think. And, you know, it's it's how some people get attention or don't get attention because some people like attention or not. But basically, what I'm getting at here is how do you lead yourself to the point where you control your own life. And I think that it is releasing the attachment of judgment. I think it's releasing the attachment of hatred, I think it's uh, embodying forgiveness, embodying gratitude, embodying love, and through each of these processes that we've talked about, you'll start to move closer to, uh, at least I have moved closer to my own personal heaven on earth, because doing so doing like following these sort of patterns, right, the sort of karmic cycle of what you give is what you receive and strengthening them repeatedly has led me to where I am now. And I can tell you for a fact that I am much happier now than I've ever been before. You know, I don't have uh, really much to my name at all. Uh, not yet. Like I'm working hard. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm building a couple businesses. I want to have an impact on the world. You know, but however, uh, however much I can contribute is what I want to contribute. And right now, like tangibly third dimensionally, you know, on paper, I'm technically not that successful, you know, I'm a college dropout. Uh, You know, I have never built a million dollar business, at least not yet. Um, You know, but there's many things that I have done that, and I'm realizing this now, I didn't used to acknowledge myself for it before. But there's many things that I have done that have impacted people in a in a great way. And so while I might be tangibly poor, right, I'm emotionally rich, right? One thing that I learned uh, (laughs) from sort of a interesting figure, uh, Dampenia is you have two emotional or you have excuse me, Eric <laughs> gave it. You have two bank accounts in life. You have an emotional bank account and a financial bank account. And most people only pay attention to their financial bank account because it's the only thing you can really measure. It's a lot harder to measure emotions. But what you really should be focusing on is your emotional bank account, and then the financial bank account follows. So I've worked really, really hard these past few years. One on trying to. I improved my financial bank account, but also really, really diving deep on my emotional bank account to increase my emotional strength, my emotional stamina, uh, my fortitude. And it's really, really been extremely impactful for me because now I used to want to be rich because I wanted to avoid my problems, right? But now I've dealt with all my problems. I recognize that I am rich and wealth is starting to flow into my life effortlessly. You know, sure I want more, you know, for a lot of different reasons because the more I have the more I can give. You know, if you if you want to contribute something first you have to have something worth contributing. You know, and that's a mantra that I sort of repeat in myself, you know, if you're if you're pouring out your cup before it gets full, you're not really giving that much away, but if you let it overflow like a waterfall, then you're really contributing a lot. And so sometimes you have to be selfish in order to fix the cracks in your glass. So that way you can start the process to overflow. And I I think that all these things that we've talked about so far forgiveness, gratitude, love, hatred, and now judgment, all these things and all these perspectives have helped me at least move towards that of letting my cup overflow. And it's that perspective that is allowing me to evolve. And so again, going back to sort of the premise of this particular podcast, you know, the more you judge others, you know, like saying, Oh, you know, I hate that person, because they cut me off, like, screw them. You know, they're, they're stupid. You know, that's a judgment. Whatever that may look like. That's just one example. But You know, when you send that energy out, what's going to happen is that you're going to have that pattern of judgment in your mind and you're going to look at people and wonder if they're judging you because you know that you've judged others, right? And so in your mind, you're asking yourself, am I, is this dress actually cute? I don't know. Like, what are, what are they, do they, do they think it's cute? Or is this a terrible dress? Should I have worn something different? You know, maybe these aren't the best examples, but the point is, is that what you're putting out, you start to receive from others. And then once you continually reinforce that pattern, the more you start to judge yourself. You know, oh, I'm too fat right now. Or, oh, uh," you know. I'm not wearing good makeup, or oh, like I don't have a good car, or da 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 da. da. You just start, you start to judge yourself, whether it's something you wear, or how you do your hair, or the way you act. But if you move into full compassion and empathy, and non-being non-judgmental, you see yourself through a new lens because you're not afraid of other people judging you. You're not. Afraid of judging yourself, you truly allow yourself to be free because you have no restraints on what you do, or how you behave, or what you think. And to me, heaven is freedom to and from, and to me, hell is slavery to and from. And I'm—I don't feel the need to dive too deeply into this. Uh, I feel like the dichotomy of freedom and slavery is, paints a broad enough stroke to understand what I'm saying here. Uh, But how you judge yourself determines if you're free or if you're enslaved, right, that judgment is what determines if you're in heaven or hell or not, you know, whether you believe it's something external judging you or not. The reality is in this moment, the only person that can judge you is yourself. You know, when you die and you meet your creator, yes, maybe your creator judges you for the things you've done. Maybe your creator is yourself, right? A higher version of yourself. Maybe, you know, you were created in the image of God or, you know, who, who really knows? Everyone believes something different. But in this moment, the only person who can judge you is you. And so if you tell yourself that you must walk a certain way, talk a certain way, or be a certain way, you're enslaved to those actions. Now, obviously, there's varying degrees of this, you know, being conditioned to say thank you, when somebody holds a door open for you. You know, that's not being in hell. Right. But if you're so trapped by having a perfect kitchen counter, perfectly clean, not a scratch anywhere, not a speck of dust anywhere, and you're extremely OCD, you could potentially be living in a hell, your own hell that you self create. Now, I personally don't have experience with OCD. (laughs) Um, But it was an example, you know, I've struggled with other things in my life. But these patterns are what have trapped me into those emotions, like the depression cycles and things like that. They were self created by what I put out into the world. And then it always came back to me. And usually it comes back to you more powerful than what you send out. So there's, you know, there's varying degrees of, of sort of uh, conditioning, right, being like having to walk a certain way, talk a certain way, be a certain way. you know, you're not necessarily enslaved by those actions. But if you are always driving to work frustrated every day, because of traffic, something you can't control, but you still are putting that anger out towards other people. You know, that is manifesting the energetic force of anger or frustration or whatever you put out into that world. So I'm giving you simple examples so you can hopefully examine the patterns of thought in your own life. Cause it's different for everyone. Like traffic, uh, traffic doesn't really bother me. I won't say it doesn't bother me at all. Cause you know, obviously I would like to get to where I'm going faster, but I don't get frustrated. I don't get angry. You know, I actually play a patience game with myself. You know, like how, how much can I surrender to this experience, and not let it over overcome, you know, my willingness to wait. You know, there's a lot of ways to deal with different things. And there are ways to prevent a downward spiral of thought, if you interrupt the pattern and shift the belief. And that's what I'm trying to get to, right the way you stop judging yourself is by stop judging other people. And you can say this out loud. Like if somebody cuts you off, you're like, you yell at them, asshole! Catch yourself, be like, oh. I'm sorry, man, like, you know, I'm a bit frustrated right now. I didn't mean to call you an asshole. You're probably, you know, dealing with something right now that you don't know how to handle and, like say that out loud, change the pattern. And watch your thoughts because your thoughts become words. Watch your words because your words become actions. Watch your actions because your actions become habit and watch your habits because your habits become destiny interrupted at the thought level. And then interrupt, it becomes interrupted at the words, the word level and your actions change and your habits change. And then your destiny changes. That's how you change a pattern. Catch yourself. You have free will. That's the power that you have. But only if you give yourself that power, if you tell yourself you have no control, I'm out of control, there's I, you know, whether it's an addictive behavior like smoking or eating sugar, right? If you say, oh, I can't control it, you're giving your power up, take your power back and do it by interrupting that cycle. You know, the suffocation of the mind is self-inflicted. Take a breath. And let go of what's choking you. That's how you move forward. That's how you continually evolve. That's how you get to where you want to go. Now, if you want to be in hell, (laughs) by all means, the gates open for you. And in the same token, the gates to heaven are open to you as well. We have free will. And just a thought experiment. You know, if you had the gates of heaven open to you, and you lived an eternal happy life, what would happen after billions, trillions, quadrillions of years, perfect happiness, forever, what would happen? Don't you think you'd get bored? Wouldn't you want something to spice it up? Turn up the heat? You know, we're just in in a cosmic shopping spree of emotions and feelings. Whether you're spending dollars or karma, it doesn't matter. But we're all experiencing exactly what we want to experience. Maybe we've had millions of lifetimes of happiness and we're here to experience suffering because when we go back to happiness, it makes it that much tastier. Who knows? I can't tell you why you're here. Only you can know that. But what I can do is I can give you the tools to interrupt your patterns, to change what you're putting out into the world and thus change how you are experiencing it. You know, through these steps of forgiving, and then being grateful, and then loving, that leads you to, in my perspective, in my experience, a happier life. You know, but to get to the forgiveness stage, you know, I had to hate myself for a long time. I had to judge myself for a long time. I had to eat the pain for so long, until I recognized how much it hurt, how much it hurt my soul, and only then was I able to move to the next step. So whatever step you're on, it could be any of these. Everybody's in a different place. I'm just flowing with what makes sense to me. But you could be anywhere, and just take the next step. You allow yourself to flow as nature does, you are truly free to experience anything without fear of an attack from yourself. Lack of judgment is the same as freedom for action. When you are unrestricted by judgment, you are free to go wherever. And that's what I want your takeaway for today, for today to be when you when you judge others, you start to believe others judge you when you believe others judge you, you start to judge yourself, release attachment to that. Release any experience that others have bestowed upon you. Don't judge them for it. Just release it and witness it and then take the next step. And only by then, living in the moment, will you be free. Thanks for listening. See you next time.